0: I am Nikita This is Shotgun Tanner O'Connell. Absolute pleasure to be here on the Punch Podcast. My message is Wait, where are you? i <laughs> oh my like podcast. Hey, this is Eddie
1: Hearn on the Punch Podcast. Of the world. Yep, and episode 17 starts right now. You've got Jabin, This is the Punch Podcast. Welcome to it. Leave us a review if you can. It really helps us out. And also enjoy the next 20 minutes of your life because we've got a good podcast for you today. The next big fight to hit boxing here in Australia is going to be a good one. We've been hanging for it too. The Battle of the Brothers. Now, only a few years ago, we do know Tim Zoo took on Jeff Horn in a blockbuster. It was a massive fight, wasn't it? Now, the Battle of the Brothers, the battle for legacy is on again. The Horton Pavilion, 20th of July. I'm talking Nikita Zoo versus Ben Horn. The card's looking real good. You can see it at NoLimitBoxing.com.au. The whole card's there for you, but let me just have a bit of a scroll and have a look at a few of these names. Shanelle Dargan, Dara Foley, Ty Telford, Ricky Colosimo, and then obviously our headliners are going to be Nikita Zhu and Ben Horn. but a fight on the night that you simply can't miss. This is going to be free to air on Fox Sports and K.O. So you can watch that. But if you do want to get along, you can check it out live, which I highly recommend, at the Horton Pavilion in Sydney. If you're close to that, come along. It's going to be on the 20th of July. So not too far away at all. But you will see this man in a huge fight. They've both got great records. Juan Alorde is 29-2, and and this guy right here, 11-0. and Can he hold the O? Let's see. Sam Goodman is here on the Punch Podcast. Welcome. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. What are you up to now? You sound like you've just been sparring or something like that.
0: <laughs> nah, I just got out of um, the cryotherapy chamber. So had uh my second last spar yesterday. Got 10 good rounds in with a few different blokes. So body's feeling a bit sore from this week. So yeah, just got a bit of recovery done.
1: How far down do those cryo chambers go? Because they're like super, super, I think super, it was super.
0: minus 140. I think it was for most of the time. So it was cold, man. I'm sitting in the car shivering. So <laughs> I'm freezing. <laughs>
1: well mate chuck the AC on get warm because we've got one hell of a chat to get through today as well because uh, look your world ranked now look at this number 7 with the IBF 14 with the WBO and a big fight on the cards for you how's everything been tracking in camp?
0: yeah mate camp's been really good so I had another real real tough camp so it's, it's been good mate and, and look number 7 and number 14 to start and, you know where I want to be is at the top spot so I'll, you know I'll, I'll celebrate once I get there you know so at the moment there's still a lot of work to do
1: well, we are looking forward to seeing you fight again. July 20 on the undercard for Nikita Zou and Ben Horn. The Horton Pavilion you will be facing from the Philippines, Juan Alorde. What do we know about him? He's an experienced
0: uh, campaigner, you know. He's been, he's been around for a good while and, and he comes from a good lineage. So, look, um, he, he's going to be a tough opponent. Um, He looks like he tries to counterpunch a lot, so and walk opponents onto shots, but then again, when he fought uh, for the world title against Neferete, which was you know only a couple of fights ago, he um he, he really tried to press the press the fight and come forward and have a red hot crack. So look, I think he's capable of doing a few different things, which is good. You know, he presents a few different challenges. But look, I, I back my skill set to go in there and uh, absolutely cook him.
1: <laughs> That's what we like—just walk in, get yep. in there. You don't get paid by the hour in boxing, so may as well get absolutely in and get out. Not. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> look, it's usually a process of how I fight, you know, I'm not usually a one-hitter quitter, but um, look, oh, I think I'll be able to, you know, systematically break him down, and as the fight goes on, you know, he'll be looking for a way out.
1: You're the only Australian world-ranked in super bantamweight as well, if I'm correct.
0: Yeah, oh, I think so, so um, look, I think I've cemented me, me place as the top super bantamweight in the country, really, and, you know, it's been hard to get fights, really, it was earlier, you know, um, at this weight in Australia, but. Uh, you look at the international challenges I've, I've already took on. I, I think you know I've by far got the best fashion made out of all the all the super bantamweights. So you know it's 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 only forwards for me, for me.
1: Yeah, and eleven and zero now. Last fight there was a knockdown where you even looked on your face like, oh wow, oh shit, this has got real, <laughs> and then came back to face adversity and win the fight, which is great. So was that a moment where you went, oh no, what what are we in for? Because you can't really. Train for that. Was that your first so, knockdown?
0: Yeah, it was the first time, like, even in the amateurs, I never, I never had an eight count put on me, nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> It was a good experience to go through because um, it was more just frustration because I knew the mistake I made and it wasn't like a shot where you know it was I didn't have legs under me or mm. you know I I didn't know where I was it was nothing like that it was just I, I knew what shot I got hit with it was you know, I knew he walked me onto a beautiful left hand just timed it absolutely to perfection I was going to right hand and trying to finish off of a left hook. And he just crunched me with a beautiful straight left down the pipe. <laughs> <And it> just <laughs> honestly, it just took me off my feet and sat me on my ass. I was so mad at myself because so I knew what I'd done. Knew that I was just, um, yeah, I, I probably threw the wrong punch at the wrong time. And look, fair play to him; he, he picked me off and and, uh, and landed an absolute pearler. But um, look, I thought after that, I handled myself pretty well. I got straight back up, and you know, I got on with the fight. And I, I thought I fought a very, probably a safe fight. From my end but I also hurt my hand in the later rounds as well so it was I thought a pretty safe fight but I thought I picked him off and you know won most of the rounds after that as well so you know it was a, a good experience for me to go through but um look hopefully we don't have to do that too many times as well
1: this is more of a golf term but I also think it could translate into boxing is there's uh there's no pictures on a scorecard doesn't matter
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, 100%.
1: That shows, I guess, the quality of fighter you are to be able to adjust. And and when the going gets tough, you can instantly stay calm and not lose your shit over it and win the fight. Well,
0: exactly right. Well everything in my head was telling me, you know, I had to show a bit of maturity and, you know, you almost calm your ego down a bit because it's real dramatic and stuff in the in the zone and all I could hear really is my coach has gone absolutely ballistic, telling me to, you know, relax, stay calm, you know, get myself sorted and not try and go out, you know, go to war with the bloke. So yeah. I had to think my way through the process and just get back on with the job really and, and that that's what I've done. Well,
1: we did mention pretty much anyone from here on out for you is going to be an international fighter. Are you keen to get over in the States where do you want to go because your card so far has been completely domestic as far as fighting in Australia you've had international fighters but they've all been on Australian shores do you want to get over there and get some US action or the UK or or what are you thinking
0: well uh, eventually uh, absolutely you know once you're pushing real close towards those world title but you can bring big fights here as well with No Limit you know I'm signed to a contract with No Limit and um, they've uh, got a great platform I think that's second to none so look I want to bring big nights to Australia as well. You know, I, I know, I've got to build my profile to do that as well. But look, you're crazy not to want to go in and experience, you know, that, those sort of things over in America or, or uh, in England at the moment as well because boxing's booming over there. But, um, look, I'll be definitely looking to get a, a lot of uh, sparring and, and stuff over there eventually quite soon. But as for fighting at the moment, you know, it hasn't really been talked about too much. But, look, down the track, it's something uh, I'll definitely look forward to.
1: Do you have any venues on your hit list where, just from a nostalgia purpose, uh, you might go, Oh, I'd love to fight there one day? Is there anywhere that's sort of floated around as in the dream locations?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like, MSG would be cool. Like, um, I'd probably prefer Vegas, to be fair. oh, I just reckon the buzz around the city would just be a big fight feel in Vegas. Oh, I don't reckon nothing would probably top that, to be <laughs> fair. But um, I also want to have a fight down in Wollongong, down my hometown. Yep. pretty soon so as well. So hopefully No Limit can tick that one off the box for me and I'll, I reckon we'll, uh, we'll be a pretty big draw card down there as well. So hopefully we can do that in the near future. But yeah, like down the track, I reckon, yeah, a Vegas fight for sure. That'd be that'd be unreal. Well, you've had
1: many a fight at the fraternity club in the gong. So let's get, let's get you to the WEC, maybe the entertainment centre, or you just want to go outside Absolutely. and go to the stadium, outdoors. <laughs> We now. might have to, yeah, we might have to, uh, yeah, might have to uh, do a bit more work to get okay. there,
0: so, okay. um, <laughs> might have to have Alexander Volkanovsky headlining <laughs> that card or something, yeah. but, um, <laughs> the Wex very, uh, I think is very doable for the near future, but, um. Maybe one day, who knows? So, you know, we do a few big things in the sport and it can it can happen pretty quick for you. So ho- hopefully, you know, win Stadium would be a dream. That'd be absolutely insane. But oh, I think, yeah, definitely the WEC, that, that's, uh, that's next on uh, the hit list of venues for me, for sure.
1: Well, with a bit of luck, that could be for your world title. In your weight class at super and Weight, there are two champions that share the four belts. Stephen Fulton, WBC and WBO. And Akhmedalev has your IBF and WBA. Who out of those guys would you want first?
0: Look, uh, they're all world titles, you know, and Mm. they're both... Both unified champs, so look, you'd be uh, happy to have your shot at either one, to be fair. They're both really good uh, really good fighters. To be honest, I think stylistically, Stephen Fulton's probably a, a better fight for me. But look, so much can change in the sport. By the time I'm looking at a world title shot, there could even be new champions around. So look, I'm, I'm always just focusing on the task that's next. And you know, if those blokes are still there, well then, they're the guys I've got to take out. So...
1: Well, there are a few rumours that pound-for-pound pound king Noya Anui will go undisputed at Bantamweight. Once he's got those, he's going to step up to super Bantamweight. What are your thoughts on having the pound-for-pound uh, pound king at 122 pounds? It's a massive
0: test for anyone, you know. He's an absolute beast. But um, look, you know, if he does come up, you know, it's a, it's a massive opportunity for anyone who gets a shot against him, you know, to cement their own legacy, mm-hmm. so... It's just another challenge at the end of the day. So you know, if, you, if you've got the chance to fight him, you, you're silly not to take it on, especially for world titles and for your own legacy. If you if you want to be great, you, you've got to defeat great fighters, and you know that that's what we're we're all here to do. So look, it's definitely not something you can shy away from.
1: The best thing about that, though, you knock over the king, you get the cred.
0: Oh, absolutely, mate. So wait, see by the time we're in the world title picture, who knows? He could have all the belt. You wouldn't have a clue. So, but. <laughs> Look, you know, I still think blokes like Akmedaliev would give him a lot of trouble, to be honest. He's a devastating puncher, but how physically strong he is compared to like an Akmedaliev or someone, who knows? So, mm-hmm. there's interesting fights there to to see how he goes up super the band and weight as well. So,
1: Yeah, well, it's the yeah. sport's in a great place, as you said, and everyone's competing at a very high level now. There's there's a lot, which is great. And you've, you've come a long way since hustling the mean streets of Albion Park. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely, mate. So... I, I, we're still down on those streets oh, yeah. <laughs> we, still, we still love having park mate I still get down there as much as I can as well but um, I'm based on the central coast for most of my time for my yep. training but um, yeah I, I try and get home you know every weekend really to see my family and my friends down there so yeah I love the place
1: <laughs> yeah and, uh, well your yeah. coach Joel Keegan um, I have never had a fight but I did train when I was like 14-15 and he was yeah. the trainer at the local PCYC where I'm from and uh, yeah, he used right. to just put the pads on and you'd think you're hitting pads, but he'd just wail them into you. <laughs> is, is, <laughs> is, is that still yeah. a Joel Keegan thing to beat you up with the hand pads, the focus pads? Oh, not so much <laughs> with the
0: pads. Yeah, it's a lot more drill work and um, he yeah, doesn't put the pads on too much for us till probably the end of camp, usually now, but... um. And I, I think one of his risks are gone as well. So, yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> oh,
1: back in the day, I used yeah. to ride my bike to training and think, oh, God, I'm in for it. Here we go. Whack, 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 yeah. whack, whack. And <laughs> right on. Oh, he,
0: he still flogs us in other ways, mate. <laughs> the, those cardio machines, mate, they get absolutely brutalized.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're getting close to this fight at the Horton Pavilion. That's not too far away. What's the run into fight night look for you from here on out?
0: Pretty much I've got, uh, I've got one more spa left. So I'll spar again uh, this week and then that'll be me sparring done. And then it's uh, probably a, another few hard sessions. And then by about end of next week, the training will start to ease off a little bit, the volume in my sessions. So it'll still be short and intense, but um, just the, the duration of me sessions will, will start to taper down and I'll I'll start my water load and, and begin the weight process as well. So um, look, it's, um, yeah, once once we get through to the end of next week, it's, Pretty much uh, time to freshen the body up and, and uh, worry about making weight, and then on the fight night.
1: Yeah, I think last fight you said that you were only had to lose two kilos. So how are you tracking this time?
0: Yeah, it's around about the same. So I've got it down to a, a good process now, and you know I'm following a, a good nutrition plan that I, I had a dietitian write up for me. So look, I, I've just stuck to that religiously, and you know and then I've, I get through the water load, and, and then it's just the water cut really. So it's it's smooth sailing, really. Is you know, you just got to stick to the process, and it and it all happens.
1: It's going to be good. We can't wait to see it when you take on one a Lord day eh? the Horton Pavilion, July twenty, with the main event being Nikita Zou versus Ben Horn. How do you see the main event playing out?
0: Um, look, oh, I think um, I've watched Nikita spar a few good boys as well, and. You know, even coming to the amateur ranks, he was always one of the uh, the blokes you looked at as being, you know, one of the top guys when we were younger. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, Nikita gets uh, Ben out of there pretty early, to be honest. That's my take on it. But look, who knows, it's boxing, anything can happen. But if I had to put my money on it, I, I'd be saying Nikita early.
1: Well, there you go. You've heard it from Sam Goodman and you'll also see him get one a lot out of there pretty early too, if all goes to plan. That's what we want. Thanks (laughs) for swinging by the punch podcast. We uh, appreciate your time and uh, all the best. And we look forward to following you along the way as you creep ever so close to that world title opportunity.
0: Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me
1: on. There he goes, our WBO Oriental Champion and IBF Intercontinental Champion, Sam Goodman. Check him out on Instagram. You can follow all of his stuff there at samgoodman9 and on Facebook as well. You'll find him there for his sports page as well. But make sure you get along or check this fight out live and free on Fox Sports and KO or Ticketek. If you want to get along, you can find all those links too. I'll leave one in the description below for the tickets and you can also check it out on nolimitboxing.com.au. Some more stars from the big fight night going to be on. On the punch podcast over the next couple of days over the next week so uh keep it right here and you won't miss a thing the punch podcast thanks for listening it is done leave a review like some stars however you do it on your spotify apples or wherever you are listening it goes a long way with the algorithm so it gets us up there and gets us happening so i uh, appreciate that if you can this is the punch podcast i will catch you next time